You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolize Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome to I'll Hang Up and Listen. I am Dwayne, the host of Two Goalies, One Mike. Uh, this is brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case on George Urban Boulevard. If you're any Leafs fans over in Buffalo that need to drink away their sorrows after another season of disappointment, get over to Outlet Liquor. Tell them the guys from Two Goalies, One Mike, Sunshine, they'll take care of you. Uh, Leafs lose in five games. Tonight, uh, losing to the Florida Panthers 3-2 to two in overtime. Um, not without contra- controversy, um, obviously, uh, there in the end of the second period. We all saw the drive the net from Morgan Riley. Um, tough to tell if that puck went in. I know there's some angles being posted from Biz right now that shows it looks like there's a puck. I mean, it's a blur, kind of, but it looks like there might be white there. This, but It has to be definitive. And then there's that backward angle that we saw a thousand times uh, at the end of the period and during intermission where the puck ever crossed the line. Uh, You know, the only time you saw cross the line was after Bobrovsky stood up uh, when it was safe and the whistle had been blown. Uh, So who knows? Um, My initial reaction, if you look at my timeline, was that it went in the net. Uh, The way Bob reacted, the way – you know, I've been every goalie who's played long enough has been in that exact situation where you go for the poke, you miss, you leave your five hole wide open, and you feel it slip through your legs, and you just pull your back heels together as quickly as you can as you're sliding backwards towards the goal line. My initial reaction that's a goal. Uh, my initial my reaction, even after heading into intermission, was that it was a goal. And that the Leafs kind of got screwed and because, unfortunately, you can't use common sense uh, in the world of hockey where the puck is. You know, you have to see clear, definitive evidence of it crossing the line, which I get both sides of the argument. Uh, then you see different angles, uh, you know, in their mission that show that it never crossed the line. Uh, then you see, you know, an angle, a still shot of, uh, during the drives and that before the whistle went where it looks like the puck could have been in the net. So, I don't know, man. But regardless, uh, you should have never, with that roster, been in the hole you were in to begin with. Um, And the moral of the story here, if you're a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, is that you sold everything you could uh, at this year's deadline to make a push this year. You sold off a lot of your draft capital. Uh, You went out, you got T.J. Brody, you got Ryan O'Reilly, you got Sam Lafferty, you got Jake McCabe. You you, you traded away a lot of draft capital to bring these guys in to have a chance to win it this year. And you laid an egg in the second round. You, you, sure, you broke you, you, you broke the slump of not winning a playoff round. Great. But 
that's nothing to be proud of. I'm sorry. There's that's not anything to be proud of. Winning in the first round, great, awesome. You sh- that that te- that roster, those players: Tavares, Marner, Nylander, uh, Austin Matthews, Morgan Riley. Uh, that's that's a Stanley Cup caliber roster, and they did not show up for you when you needed them to. Um, Austin Matthews, no points in the last three games. Um, Marner, I don't believe, had any points uh, in the last two or three games. Tavares had one point this series. You had nine total points between those four players, between Austin Matthews, William Nylander, John Tavares, and Mitch Marner. Nine total points. That is inexcusable. If you're a Leafs fan, as mad as you want to be at the officiating, as mad as you want to be, um... At, at Kyle Dubas, you know, for not finding a goalie, maybe. I don't know. Um, my opinion, goalie tending wasn't the reason why you lost tonight. Um, <laughs> I mean, you need your guys to be your guys. You need Austin Matthews to show up tonight. You need him to be out there putting pucks in the net or finding ways to get the puck in the net. You need John Tavares, who's making $11 million a fucking year, to get the puck in the net. Same thing with Marner. They didn't do it. That's on them. And now you have to go through another offseason questioning the leadership of this team. Questioning the killer instinct of the players on this team. Austin Matthews needs to be an absolute killer for you. That's your MJ. That's your LeBron. That's the guy that's supposed to go in there night in and night out and make teams fear him. Nobody's fucking scared of Austin Matthews anymore. He doesn't, right now, he does not have that killer instinct. He just doesn't. You need that guy to be your guy. He cannot go pointless three games in a row in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs against the Florida Panthers. Just can't happen. I'm I'm not angry. I'm just stating facts here. You need Mitch Marner to show up tonight. You need John Tavares to show up tonight. The only guy that showed up every night was fucking Morgan Riley, a defenseman. A great defenseman, not taking anything away from him. But he was the only guy that showed up. Like, for fuck's sakes, guys. You got to blow that roster up. I'm sorry. You just have to. Um, I, I I just don't. Your Google Home isn't set up yet. Google Home. I forgot to set it up. Um, it does that once every while, in a while. But you need those guys. To be your guys. And they just weren't this series. They were not. Everything you did right against Tampa. To get into arguably the best. Not even arguably. I think he's been the best playoff goaltender of the last decade. I don't think there's any debating that. You guys got to Vasilevsky. You got this face. You deflected pucks. You made it like. You made you made life a living hell in front of the net. In front of his blue plane form. Like you, you disrupted him. I think eight or nine of your goals in the first round came off deflections. Where was that this series? Where was it? Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. I mean, you have to, like, you're not going to always score off the rush. You're not always going to um be able to do everything on the fly. You have to be willing to get hurt to score goals in this league. You have to. And Toronto wasn't. Toronto wasn't the second round. Everything they did in the first round, everything they did right, 
they did not do in the second round. They get let Bobrovsky get comfortable, and by doing so, he dominated you. He dominated you this series. He just did. I said it before game one. Do not let that guy get comfortable. Don't let it happen. Get in his face right away. And you didn't. And this is what happens. This is what happens. So, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I'm a Sabres fan that loves, loves, loves uh, when Toronto loses. And as, as much as I've become friends with a lot of Leafs fans over the last couple of years, and I respect a lot of you, because I can, empath- I, uh, you know, I show empathy towards the struggle as a Sabres and a Bills fan. Like, I get it. But this is on the players. You know, Dubas did everything he needed to do, except at the start of the season, find a legitimate NHL starting goaltender. You know, Murray was supposed to be it. Couldn't stay healthy. Um, Maybe that's the thing he did into the deadline that he needed to do. Instead of going out and getting Jake McCabe, or instead of going out and getting, you know, TJ Brody, maybe it was the goaltender you needed to find. Even though I don't think goaltending was the reason you lost here. I mean, I just don't. It's the that's to, that's not the topic of conversation. I think in the off season, as much as you still need to find a starting goaltender, the topic of conversation should be Matthews. I think he had two points the entire series. Um, you know, no points the last three games. Tavares one point in the, in the series. Nylander, I think three, three total. Um it's that's that that's the problem right there as good as those players are independently on their own there's just no killer instinct in that room there just isn't there just isn't i thought the best the best acquisition at the deadline by and far in my opinion was absolutely absolutely ryan o'reilly i thought he brought you guys a, a, a an edge and a leadership uh and you could see it on and off the ice with that team that you guys desperately needed. But at the end of the day, he can't do everything. He can't put the puck in the net for Austin Matthews. He can't put the puck in the net for John Tavares. He can't put the puck in the net for Willie uh, Willie, uh, Nylander. He can't put the puck in the net for Mitch Marner. They have to be the superstars they are. They have to be the killers that they're supposed to be. And they just weren't. They weren't. Morgan Riley had a great playoff. I think it was like four goals and like eight assists. That's fantastic. Um, but I, if I'm Kyle Dubas, a I think he's fired. I think Dubas is fired. And for me, it's not his fault that his star players don't show up. Don't put the puck in the net. That's not on him. I think Sheldon Keith for sure is fired. I think they just need to clean house. Clean house. Um. I don't know how you justify. I mean, do you make a giant move here in the offseason? Do you do you trade one of the top four? I think you have to at this point. I think one of those four guys should not be a leaf next season. It's not gonna be Tavares. He's a full no move clause. So it's gotta be one of the three. Nylander, Matthews, or Marner. That's over 30 million a year. Actually, no. Mark, actually, I don't think it should be Nylander because he's on a very team-friendly deal. He makes 6.9. That's very team-friendly for what he does out there. Um, So is it Marner? Is it Matthews? I, I don't know. 
How can you continue to roll the same fucking core out every single season and deal with the same disappointment every year and have the same conversations at the end of the season? Great, you want a playoff round, but that is literally nothing to celebrate anymore. That's nothing. Not with that roster. It's nothing to celebrate at all. So, I don't know. We got a couple comments here. Good. Hate that fan base. They ain't done anything more recently than the Sabres since 1967. Um, that team was supposed to be a team to go further this year. What do they do now? Um, Daniel, like I said, I don't think you can justify having all four of those guys on your roster. I just don't. I, I, I don't know what you do. Austin Matthews has one year left on his contract. I believe he. I think it's one uh, one year. He's gone after next season. Does he want to re-sign in Toronto? Does Toronto want him back? Do you trade him? I think mean, these are real conversations you should have in the offseason. They really are. Because you are so much in cap hell between those four players. What are you supposed to do? Like, I don't know what their cap situation looks like uh, beyond next, this, this next coming season, who's falling off and who's not. But I don't know how you can honestly justify having all those guys back. Um, I mean, in, my, in terms of value, I think William Nylander gets you a ton in a trade for what he does and what he gets paid. Um, I don't think they'll trade Austin Matthews. Honestly, I think even though I think it's a mistake, I think William Nylander out of those four would probably be the odd man out. Um, or Marner, maybe Marner. I don't know. Yeah, that's like a $10, 11000000 million cap hit. That's tough. That, that is very, very tough. Um, their cap hit uh, at the end of the season was $89 million. I'm not sure who's falling off. We'll look at UFAs for next season. Um, I am looking, um, looking at cap friendly. I don't know. It's not It's not really showing me much of anything. Things are taking a while to load. Anyways, I mean, I don't know who's falling off. Uh, who's falling off for you guys after this season, but you have to do something. You, you just have to. Uh, from Gargalant, one of my favorites. Woohoo, the Leafs are out a... <laughs> Love it. Yeah, um, they're out. And it's a day to celebrate as a hockey fan because I've always said that they've always just felt like they're the... Uh, um, <laughs> The, the, the New York Yankees of the hockey world. And they really are um, them and their fans. As much as I love their fans, they're really, really, really annoying. They just really, really are looking at uh, spot track right now, trying to find um, in 2023, they have 17 players signed 45 million uh, of that tied up in fours, 23 million tied up in defensemen and only 5.4 million in your goaltenders. Um, let's see here. Your art, your UFAs, uh, after this season, um, after 2024, Austin Matthews, UFA Tavares isn't a UFA till the following year, 2025 after next season, William Nylander, UFA, Sam Lafferty, UFA. Um, you really don't have anything falling off your books, uh, after this season, really nothing of substance at least um jake muzzin who i don't think played at all this season um he's on your books for one more year at 5.6 i 
uh, TJ Brody on your books for another season. Um, Morgan Riley, he again, 7.5, I think is a deal for him. Um, but you honestly, there's not a lot falling off your books after this season and you have no draft capital, almost none. You gave up so much of it at the deadline for again. Um, let me see most earn most earnings for players right now. Austin Matthews uh, over the course of his contract, making 60.9. Uh, over the course of his contract, John Tavares has made over a hundred million. Um, <laughs> uh, Mark Giordano, or or then maybe that's the course of their career. I don't know. I'm looking. Uh, they don't give me numbers here. I'm assuming that's over the course of Tavares's career. He's already he'll, he'll earn over a hundred million. Um, let me see here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're they're in trouble. They really, really are. They don't really don't have anything falling off their books after this season, after this season, um, it's all after next season. I don't know what you do. I, I don't, I really, really don't know what you do. Um, you know, Matthew Nyes looks like a good player. He looks like he could be some fun for, for Leafs fans. Uh, Nick Robertson, a guy who I think has shown some promise, uh, you know, sporadically throughout the year, you know, I hope he's on the roster next season. Um, other than that, man, you got Jake McCabe uh, for another two years at four million. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're in trouble. You just are. You just are. Um, I I don't know. I don't know as a Leafs fan what you do this off season. I I genuinely I genuinely believe that Kyle Dubas is out. Sheldon Keith is out. You have to. I think you have to. I really do. Some people might disagree, but I think you have to. And you know I don't know what. Again, I don't I, – I've said it a few minutes ago for those who are just hopping on with now. I don't put this on goaltending this series. I really don't. Did Samsonov or, you know, Wool, uh, Wall. Um, obviously, they're not top-tier goaltenders. Samsonov, you would have liked to have been better in a keyboard, but he wasn't the reason you, were lo- you, you lost in five games. Um, Jacob Wall isn't the reason you lost tonight. He definitely played more than good enough to win. Uh, the reason you lost tonight is because – you have no killers in that locker room. You have no killers. You don't have your MJ in that locker room. You just don't. You need points during the season are great. Awesome. Austin Matthews had 60 goals last year. He had a down year this year compared to that, but they're not killers in the playoffs. You need your guys to be killers. They're not. They're just not. Um and they're getting paid so much money to be those guys that they're not being. And I just, if you're, again, if you're a Leafs fan, A, do you want Kyle Dubas and Sheldon Keefe gone? Do you want to burn it down to the studs? Do you want to just start from scratch, bring a new, fresh, a fresh set of eyes to look at this roster and try and, you know, figure out who has to go, who's staying, how do we get this group to reach its ceiling because they didn't touch their ceiling. They really didn't. I, I I thought this team had a glass ceiling this season. Um, I don't think they broke through it. They really didn't. Um, great. Again, great. You finally win a playoff round first time in friggin' 19 years or 18 years or whatever it is. Good, good job. Awesome. Ha- I was happy for them, but this ain't it, man. This ain't it. Yeah. You just, I don't know. 
nine points between those four guys in fucking five games. That is gross. That that that's that's how many points Austin Matthews should have in the series. Nine points. But you had nine points between those four guys. That is gross. Um, I just don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. Do you make Mitch Marner available for trade in the offseason at the draft? Um, do you do it with Austin Matthews? I don't know. I I I, I don't think they want to, you know, who and who would? Who would who would want to do away with you know with, with Austin Matthews? Who would want to lose that guy? Nobody would want to lose that guy. He had 60 goals last season. Um, but what do you do at this point, man? Last year should have been this year. This year should have been the year. How many more years are we going to sit there and say, are they going to sit there and say, this is going to be our year. This is the year we finally figured out. It was supposed to be last year. Then it was supposed to be this year. You know, this isn't, you know, you can't be patient anymore. If you're a Leafs fan, you have to figure, they have to figure it out. And uh, as much to my own enjoyment, to many other fans enjoyments here in Buffalo, whenever they crash and burn, um, if I'm a Leafs fan, I want people fired this week. I just do. Uh, I, I don't know. You got Kyle Dubas up in the fucking press box talking shit to fans uh, last series after you finally won a playoff round. Like, that was something to be so fucking proud of. You got fans chanting, we want Florida. Well, you got Florida. You got them. And they pumped you in five. And I know today ended in controversy. I know that. That didn't look like a goal. It didn't look like a goal. I mean, who knows? I think Surrey Obrovsky is really the only guy who really knows that puck was in the net or not. Um, you know, and I'll admit that overtime goal by Nick Cousins, Racco Gudis holds, gets away with a holding the stick penalty. I forget on who to clear the lane for Nick Cousins there. I don't know how that wasn't called the penalty. But that was one of the most egregious non-calls I've ever seen in the history of the playoffs in terms of penalties. That was so bad. He didn't even hide it, man. He had his stick on it like this, and he was holding it out for a solid one and a half seconds at least, clearing the lane for Cousins to drag and shoot that puck <clears throat> to eventually win the game. So that was rough. Um, I won't I won't sit here and deny that they got a little bit screwed tonight, for sure. But – even if you win a night, you still got to win two more. And how much longer do you have to wait for your guys to be your killers? They just weren't. So um, we'll go over the, the box score here real quick. Uh, obviously, uh, as stated before, the uh, Leafs lose three to two and, and lose a series to the Florida Panthers in five games. Um, goals for the Panthers scored by Ekblad, who had a goal and assist. Carter Verhage, who's honestly um, been Florida's best player. He really has been. He's been phenomenal for them with another goal and an assist. Nick Cousins with a goal. Anthony Duclair, Forsling, and Gudis with this all assists. And then Sergey Bobrovsky, their first star tonight, 50 saves on 52 shots. Uh, guy was an absolute stud the entire series. Uh, set it for game one. Don't let that guy get comfortable. Don't let him get into a groove because if you do, he'll kill you. He will kill you just like Vasilevsky would have killed you if you let him get into that groove. And all the things you did against against Vasilevsky, all the good things you did, uh, 
getting in his eye, you know, taking away, you know, his uh, line of sight on shot lanes from the point. You know, you try to do so much off the rush against this team instead of just getting pucks to the net. I mean, they got pucks to the net tonight, but again, it was too late. You, you can't let that guy get comfortable and get into a groove. He'll kill you. He'll kill you. Uh, for the for the Maple Leafs, goals go to both Nylander and Riley uh, with assists going to TJ Brody, Kampf, and Lafferty. Tavares had an assist too. His only point in the series. And Wall, Wall I'm sorry, I say Wall. Wall had 40 saves on 43 shots. Again, not the reason they lost tonight. Not the reason, you know, I mean, I think he, yeah, he, he scored a win for them in game four. Uh, one of the only rookie HL rookie goaltenders to ever get their first playoff win in their debut as a rookie. Um, super cool. Um, from Gargalant, Shanahan, Dubas, Keith, bye. Um, exactly. They have to clean house completely. Uh, losing culture fans, the top down. I can't believe this team hasn't won since the original six on black and white TV. I know, I know it is hard to believe because you know, there's so many phenomenal players come from Canada and grew up being Toronto fans. You think they just want to play do everything they kind of play in that market. And they've had so many hall of flame players play in, in that city since they're it, over the last 50 years. And they just haven't been able to figure it out to get a, to win a cup and finally winning a playoff series for the first time in eight, 18 seasons this year, uh, getting over that. Hump. I just, you look at that monster, man. You have so much scoring between those four players and to only get nine points in the second round uh, in five games. That's, that's gross. That's pathetic. And again, inexcusable. And I think it's going to cost Kyle Dubas his job. Um, definitely without a doubt, in my opinion, Sheldon Keefe. Um, if I had to pick one of those two guys that are going, it's definitely Keefe. Um, I think Dubas did everything he could this deadline to get this team, the leadership and Ryan O'Reilly more, uh, more firepower at the blue line, TJ Brody. Um, they, I mean, he didn't have a great playoff, but Jake McCabe's a solid stay at home defender, physical defender. Um, all right, because I already said Ryan O'Reilly, guys. I can't say enough about his leadership and, you know, the role he plays on and off the ice. Sam Lafferty, a guy who brings a lot of a, a lot of uh, jam uh, to their lineup. Um, again, they went out and they made great moves. They made great moves to, to make this team, to put this team in a position to win. Luke Shen, again, a solid stay-at-home defenseman, a guy who was having a good year for Vancouver, an older guy, but, you know, a physical guy who, you know, was valued a lot at this year's deadline. They went out, and Dubas made the moves. Uh, you just need your killers to be your killers, and they just weren't. They weren't even close to killers. They weren't. I don't care how many shots you had on that tonight. Um, Should have never came down to this, you know, with that roster. Um, and you can sit there and blame officiating all you want, but you know what, man? Your stars had nine total points between the four of them. Your big four. They took a giant fucking shit all over the ice. Uh they didn't they did not produce. And you know, that's all she wrote. Another off season of asking the same questions again if you're a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Questioning Austin Matthews, questioning Tavares, questioning the leadership, questioning management. You know, heads are gonna roll this offseason. They might start rolling as much the next 48 hours. You don't know. 
Um, we'll see. So I'll hang up and listen, guys. Always remember this has been brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case on George Urban Boulevard. When you get over there, tell them the guys from Two Goalies, one Mike sent you. I'll hang up and listen. Blow leaves blow. You guys all have yourself a fantastic weekend. Talk to you later. Hey, everybody, this is Dwayne from Two Goalies One Mike, a show where we give you a behind the mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now, you might be thinking, hey, Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey? Well, first of all, rude. Second of all, we're bringing coaches, players, analysts from your favorite programs from ESPN to Sportsnet to TSN. We're always on it. If you're a Sabres fan or just a hockey fan, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can check us out at trainwrecksports.com. Thank you for your support, guys, and I'll hang up and listen. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. Had all, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.